everybody, guys, gals, and everything in between. Welcome to the UBI podcast. Uh, once again, that is UBI podcast presented by AML Media. Love you, mom. Um, come join us for some fun. Uh, like us, uh, you'll find out. We finally got some merch. T-shirts are feeling real nice um, on our website. You'll be able to get those. Got some stickers. Got a couple options for you. Uh, also, the Patreon.com. Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. Uh, Patreon.com. They get our special features. We're going to have some cool stuff coming up on there. And then also you get our smoke breaks, which happen every episode on there. Um, I am Gene Labordi, my co-host, uh, currently doing his laundry on company time, uh, is my brother Stephen Labordi, and then doing all the hard work. And um, making everything presentable for you guys is my wife, Rachel, our executor, doing, what do they call them, the ones and the twos. Rachel, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Okay. Uh, we are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Patreon. All of our social media handles are on the screen, so take a screenshot if you're watching the video, or you can go to our website to find all of our links. Our website is aml.news.blog. That will be updating soon, but as of right now, still aml.news.blog. Yeah, there's a couple changes we're trying to upgrade for you guys, so stick with us, stay with us. Um, comment if you have any questions, anything like that. We're pretty easy to get a handle, a hold of, and Rachel always gets back to you. Um, Peaches, 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 peaches. Come join us. Have you, uh, speaking of the new Mario, did you ever watch the old one that was, uh, real, real life? No, but that would probably be It was like from the 80s. And dude, you can't like find it anywhere. Because it's so stereotypical and overtly. And no, it's really creepy, like, because. They are just plumbers, and they go down the sewer, and, like, the uh, costume prosthetics or whatever, it's an evil, I forget, maybe, they're trying to turn people into uh, Those mushroom lizard dudes? things. It's really, like, it's a little, cre- it's kind of like... Um, so, what, it's a banned movie? It's not banned, but it's hard to find. Rachel, see if you can find... I guess we would just call that live action Mario movies movie from the eight I think eighties or early nineties. Maybe. But the Yeah, this. Yeah, that looks fucking cool. We might just have to unmute it. But just like the weird artwork of it and the it's it's creepy it's it, it's got one of those feels of like um what is that like dinosaurs that's what it kind of looks like uh, what the fuck was that movie the labyrinth you know it's like a kids movie but it's yeah, it's all awesome. creepy it's kind of got like that like i think it was like a pg movie but yeah it's yeah that's john leguizamo yeah but like when i've tried finding it before and it's not easy i Love going back and watching movies now from like the 80s and 90s. I personally think it's so much more impressive when there are prosthetics and effects. 
that aren't CGI that are cool. Like, you know, in 90s movies, there's a lot of explosions and car wrecks and shit. And they had to, they had to really crash and blow shit all up. day to do three seconds. Yeah, of, of, it's so much cooler and more fun to watch for me than just like awesome CGI. That's why uh, the new like they're actually coming out with a new one. But like the newest Mad Max, the one with the, the guy from Bane. Yeah, that was awesome. Because there's uh, maybe there's some CGI, very but little. very little, and like the creepy bosses or whatever. The, you know, like there's like the three brothers that are like the one is the Bullet King, the ones like controls yeah, the wood, yeah. and they're all creepy and boiled up, and they got like that is impressive. That's what's that's what, what, what changed the whole the whole thing is just the economics of making movies, dude. Be, and like, I I know I'm not the only person who like will prop up a movie if I see they went and spent the money to really make you know some awesome action scenes I mean that just going full CGI the simple fact that we have a green screen behind us now and Rachel can edit it and put whatever yeah. I mean it's not even obviously not even close to the realm but the fact that this technology I dude donated this to the shop and I don't it's to call it technology is kind of silly I, I mean it it's is. technology on the software end but that is not technology <laughs> this well, yeah, is you're a right. green sheet it's more than a green sheet it's also got things holding it up uh, That's more ingenuity than technology. I, dude, I remember when um, in elementary, you know how you like, you never knew why a lot of times, but they were just having like a, uh, what do you call it? Everyone would come to the auditorium. What do you call that? A Not a concert. Assembly. An assembly. And like it was, sometimes it would just be a dude who like plays with puppets or like, so, you know, you never know. But I remember the one guy came and showed off green screen technology and I was like, that, and that's, you know, I was in third grade or whatever. Yeah, that's a prime age to be amazed by stuff. Uh, that was like, doing it live. Like, he brought a kid up, and I was so jealous. I never got picked for the things. But, like, a kid got brought up it's so funny. and was you're, like, you're look, the... you're in a Hawaii, and, like, on the screen, we're all like, oh, yeah, what? We, we all know a green screen technology. Is, okay, but the effect but... it would have on a third grader? Yeah. Definitely. But you're the – it's funny. I need to point out that you're – the kid, the one kid, maybe two of you who want to be on stage. Desperate. I guess in third grade, maybe. Oh well, I'm I, I, I'm pretty sure. Who wants to volunteer? I think most kids' hands go up. I think at that age, I'm the weirdo. You were the one in the mi minority of not wanting, not, not a, putting their hand not up. Not in an assembly. I mean, I was a choir kid though, so I guess I'm like talking shit. I was I was the one maybe we talked about this before but I was the one kid uh I remember to do choir it started in third grade I think and like so like every Friday like the last hour of school would go practice choir mm -hmm. or you know whatever it was and I did it like one year and then the next two years I'd be like I'm not doing that and they're like well if you don't do that you have to do a, a reading thing and I was like that's fine and like I just called the bluff on the teachers because then I just went and sat with the like a couple Should've teachers. Done the bell choir. I did do the bells. The bells was cool. And the only reason I wanted to do the bells, I fought to get. I wanted to do the biggest bell. Well, yeah. If you're gonna do bells, you want to do the big bell. I wanted, yeah, just like. And I remember like two kids being mad that I got to get the big bell. Rachel, did you do the bells? Do you know what we're talking about? The hand bells. Um, I did them with church choir. God, how much different would our lives be if we grew up in a church? Did you go to a black church? No. no. I was hoping. <laughs>
Uh, but back real quick, I forgot to mention, um, as far as movie props or whatever you want to call it, theatri- uh, they give credit to um, Alien, the one Alien, like the famous yeah, one. Alien. Is it just the original yeah. one where she's in the machine? I know that that's one of those things that was like groundbreaking. Her in that robot and like the way they made the alien's mouth and shit come out. The mouth come out of the mouth with just slime all mm-hmm. over it. But like that I, was groundbreaking. People. And it's also you don't realize till you're older how difficult it is to pull that off and not be silly. I can't tell you how many movies I watch or shows or series. Where I have to appreciate the artistry because I can't take myself serious enough to be dramatic. Every scene, like, I've been watching this action show with this Navy ship. It's like the last ship that was untouched by a pandemic, whatever, whatever. But, like, every scene where, like, there's a wounded guy and he's, like, stumbling on the deck. Like, I wouldn't be able to be the director and not be like, let's try a scene where you overreact. And flop on the deck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Same thing with songwriting. I could never write serious songs because you have to have a mindset that like... To be able to sit down and yeah, write like, last night was the best night. I, it'll even never that be. is not... Yeah. Well, yeah. I just got a little red in the face saying that. Like, yeah, it's well, really, I, a, it's really I, impressive to me. Uh, like one of the first days when I was in drama class in high school, because I just wanted to do the comedy portions of it, but like... The first few days, I think she tries to weed kids out, and I almost got weeded out because I was like, "I don't want to do plays and all that stuff." And she's, and I remember the one thing she would go bang, and you had a fake at death, and I just wouldn't. I just I was like, "Caught the bullet." Well, you're a cool guy then. I eventually, I get after like she, like after a day or two, she talks and she was like, and then I was like, "Oh, you just got to give in." All of us are being corny and dorky and you gotta break down the wall yeah and like and a lot of those uh whatever you want to call them uh little skits or whatever practice things is to like make yourself comfortable with each other and stuff yeah yeah i never did drama club even a day none of that wasn't club it was class okay oh yeah they did have a class yeah i i i originally took it to be like because they had laughing stock i didn't realize you didn't have to be in the class to do that but then I was like, dude, we just get to fuck around on stage. I started calling it Bullshitting 101. And I was like, because I just go up here and it'll be like, all right, we're playing this game now. And by year two, like, I kind of was just like, I don't want to do that right now. And she'd be like, oh, that's fine. That's because you were so cool. And I wasn't so cool. She did let me, like, she would let me sleep on the prop couch. Because you were so cool. Not. Is that the point you're trying to make? No. Miss G was awesome. Is actually the teacher was really cool, but I sometimes would be so tired, and she re- saw it and she'd be like, "Go ahead and go back there and shout out Miss G." Shout out Miss G. She was, yeah, she was cool. That and then my cooking teacher was awesome. I had like an old Jewish lady as a cooking teacher. Yeah, Homac was like, because that. Well, so it's it was nice it was, to know how to sew. Well, no, this was purely just cooking in high school. In middle school, you do home ec where, like, half the year it's cooking, and then... You make a weird pillow. I did really good at sewing. I'm actually a pretty good sewer. It's not hard. No. But, like, I remember, like, I... At first, like, you just use a piece of paper and, like, go around the lines. Uh-huh. And, like, I was, like, pretty good. Because I liked it. I was like, this is... you. Also, I was a little it's fat useful. kid, so I was like, I'm going to need to have... I'm put gonna, a button yeah, back on I'm something. I'm going to rip my pants. And I did make a sweet... I think it was year two or whatever it was, but I got to make a sweet... Um, 
drawstring, uh, like gym bag kind of like thing. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool, and you get to pick your fabric and stuff. Yeah, but it's funny when like you like your typical uh, like mom these days. I wonder if they know how to sew. It's such an easy thing once you learn that you're like, how can there be people who don't know how to do this? Well, and at the basic level, yeah, but like to be able to hem. Well, no, that's different. Well, that's sewing. But I'm saying to repair like men clothing. Oh, if you if everyone in the world should know how to put a button back on something, yeah, it's the like, simple. Yeah. The hardest part is threading the needle. Yeah, I'm not talking about being like a, a real tailor. I don't know how to. Do no, that. but I'm just saying like I, it is. Right now, I could do it, but it would, I'd have to really refresh. But to um, put the uh, wire, not wire. I can't fucking think today. My brain's on dumb mode. Uh, thread? To put the thread in the machine. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. difficult. you got to use the bobbin. Like. Yeah, and the, it's a really... F- it, the, the sewing machine is actually a pretty impressive... Uh, it's very impressive. It's revolutionary. But yeah. um, I, I, I couldn't do that now. Without reading the instructions, I would. Yeah, I might, I might have to uh, do a YouTube video. Are they again. all the same? I imagine they're all kind of different. I, too. I nah, I think they're all. There's a pretty standardizedness to it. Uh, but I remember like half the year was learning just how to thread it, and you had to do a test where you had to like be able to do it in five minutes or something. Really, I don't remember that. All I know is like to get a bunch of middle school kids to use a like at least one of them's gonna hurt themselves. I'm pretty sure. That there was some kids that, like, never got to do Like, you're going to pass the class, but the teacher would just be like, why don't you go run and get the TV for or, me? Or, like, stand over and basically do it for him. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's kind of class. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, you get to pick the materials, but, you know, let me just help you. And she just sews it for him in three seconds. And he goes, guys, I made a bag. And you just finish it real <laughs> quick. Yeah. Those are, and he, actually, that teacher, uh, and that was middle school. I think I was because Maple Point was a, our middle school was originally a high school, so it was pretty big and had good amenities. I remember, dude, that teacher, uh, probably just turn this down, probably just to make a couple extra bucks. If you do like an after school activity, she started a Magic the Gathering club. That's what's up. And he got free every Wednesday, and she'd order a couple pizzas. I, I went, never played Magic. Just go out and meet <laughs> yeah. That's because you were so cool. I would just, God, yeah, I was, I was so cool, dude. <laughs> I was going to Magic the Gathering to get the free pizza and not even play the card game. <laughs> it's smart, too. Well, and also, I remember that room was sweet, dude, because it had couches in there, and it was real big, and she had a TV in there. So, like, I'm pretty sure I'd go eat some pizza, sit on the couch, and take the late bus with some of my buddies. That, like, Jeremiah Lodice, I remember being in it. So, like, I just kind of, he'd play, I'd hang out in the corner. Yeah, the cool, I mean, it's crazy to think, like, our middle school is way nicer than our high school. <laughs> At that, for your, when they renovated, the high school's pretty sick yeah. now. It was a fucking dump. That thing was, yeah. Old and hot. Yeah, miserable for a three fifty pounder. Oh man, I remember the one fucking science class. A frog died because it got it got the too ones hot. Above the cafeteria? No, the ones down the hall where the one crappy gym was in the office was. It was probably looked so much different when you're there. No, when I was in the transition period, so I got the old high school too. Okay, but then it'd be weird. Like you'd show up one week and then be like a sign like your room is now an R fifteen because it's just a. They'd cut that part of the building off and stuff. So you did you have some air-conditioned classes? Yes. Yeah. And then for, like, 
I think my whole 11th grade year, half my classes were in modulars. That would get nice and cold. Yeah, yeah. But then it would suck to go from that then to go to the science hall and be like, I'm dying now. Yeah. I got to learn about... That's why I think I sucked at science for a whole year, because I was like, I can't breathe good. <laughs> Can I get a hall pass to go back to the modulars? We used to have to do, uh, like, like uh, stretching and sprinting and, like, pre... Like, before school started, so we had to be here at, like, 6 a.m. For football. For football. Oh, okay, yeah. Like... That was such a nightmare, like borderline panic attack for me because there was no, you would get sweaty as shit. Yeah, morning club. And they called it breakfast club breakfast just to, club, just just to, to throw dicks. it. Yeah. And like that, I would have to bring an extra pair of clothes. And they sweat would. through both. They don't even give you enough time between. Oh, yeah. If you're luck, I was always lucky to have a cool homeroom teacher that knew like, I'm dragging ass because I just was I was up before you were today, man. Come on. I wasn't like the kind of kid who'd be like, yo, teach. Well, I don't think I, I wasn't cool. Homeroom home teachers that like you played football. So I, the teacher knew you played football. So you, you never got a detention for being no, late. But to you still had room. to be there and check in. Yeah. You don't understand how bad I was sweating. Yeah. Well, no, I, and then I, having a panic attack on top of it. I never. Yeah. And I. I would go outside to try to cough because it was still crisp in the morning. And the coaches wouldn't let and you. And they bitch. You're going to catch a cold. Because, yeah, a breakfast club happened. In, like, early spring or something? In the, a lot of cold morning time, you know. So it, you could, but the coach was like, you're going to catch a cold. And I swear it was just them being assholes. Probably. They want, like, yeah, keep sweating, you fat shit. Yeah, sweat it out. Lose a couple pounds. Which was, a, I wonder what it's like. I wonder if football coaches can still be like that. Probably not. Things have changed so much. That's why I think Schmidt probably stopped coaching. He ain't that old. Just pinching your fat. Oh, man. He knew exactly when the cheerleaders were around. Just humiliating. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, if you can't handle that, you can't play football. And he knew where the choke points were of like one, which I, I, looking back, like I go, this guy helped a lot of kids out because he, I was terrified. I wouldn't smoke blunts in the morning with my friends. Because I'm like, Schmidt's going to be at the entrance of the school, mm. making sure most of his players are there and whatnot. And then he'd be in the ca- – sometimes show up the cafeteria, making sure no one's fattening out too much. But then also would humiliate you in front of yeah. – I never, ever considered getting stoned before school, ever. I Yeah. Well, you hung around some dumb kids, but yeah. And they would be – No, would, I smoked weed. Yeah, just, but they would smoke – and that was funny, too. I remember telling like – why are you smoking blunts? That's the stinkiest stuff. Smoke bowls. You're still going to get high. But it's like, you got to smoke enough. And I'm like, you're four well, of you are jammed, packed in a car, and you're going to then you just smell like cologne weed. You know, they're like, well, spray for breeze. Yeah. Your teachers know anyway. You can't cover that shit up. But it's just, yeah, like. That's what I always kind of said. I was like, because a lot of them I don't think ever did get in trouble. And it's probably because the teachers, because then you're just sitting in your class like, as opposed to like, being the ADHD kid bouncing off the walls. Yeah, they're probably happy. Just shut up. <laughs> he's not going to retain any of this information, but he's not. Let's be honest. He was never going to retain much. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But some of your friends were like, if he's sitting there quietly, that's about the best we're going to do. I, I just was always craving sleep, and I still do. So, like, I knew the class. Like, math, I I never went for the super advanced classes, which I could have because that was my strong suit. So I do a step down because actually math I wouldn't sleep in. But like social studies, the one was current events, and uh, you just had it every day. 
You just have to read an article and write a paragraph on it. I'd bust that out in 10 minutes, sleep on my desk for the next 40. Yeah, it's funny. I look back at some of those exercises, like like reading an article and writing a paragraph on it. Every Like, I would almost enjoy doing those things now. <laughs> the one rule but was you could I remember the, he was, that must have been the only class he taught. And he was a retired vet, real cool, chill guy. And all he taught was current events. But the one rule was obviously no cartoons, none of the funnies, and no sports. Okay. Well, yeah. And see, when you're that age, you don't even realize what the point of it is. So, there are some really shitty teachers out there that I guess have lost the passion because they're so, they've faced so much resistance. But, like, to try to get a, a group of 16 or 7-year-olds to understand, like, it's important in life to understand what's happening in the world. This is a way to get you to do that and to become engaged in <laughs> your society because it affects you. And, like, after, like, the fourth year in a row of really wanting your kids to understand and getting one weirdo who's, like, into it, you're like, you know what? Well, I do remember sometime. <laughs> Because I, the pattern, eventually he had a break. He never would assign it. But every day, everyone did the same thing. They looked for the shortest article. Yeah, I know, yeah. So everyone in the class wrote about the same article, four, the bare minimum, four sentences. Um, and then he kind of, he would he would kind of be like, uh, I think he made it like, you have to do a, a one outside of the country a week, one local type of thing like that. But, yeah, I mean... That was such a bullshit class. That was one of the classes that the coaches kind of were like, hey, if you guys are struggling a little Which bit. Which is not a great thing for coaches to be encouraging their football players to prioritize football over school. And I want to, yeah. Because, uh, you know, in high school, you don't have that much freedom. You get to pick, what, two electives, three electives? It depends where you're at. Yeah, I guess. Like, okay. for us, I think you got to pick three electives or, or whatever. So, But you still had to do a math, a science, a social studies or whatever. But then I think that was my senior year. So she, I mean, for my science, I picked environmental science because we just got to go walk out in the woods. And I would just tell my that teacher. Cool, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, my stomach hurts. I have to go to the bathroom. So then i just sleep in the class. Story of your life, right? Right before. Oh, that was that was nice, too, because I was in the new building. The air conditioning was blasting in there right before summer. Remember, my when I was in high school, I had a coach that was suspended for the whole season for changing a student's transcripts. So the kid deserved to go D one. He d no, he didn't. <laughs> not well, not scholastically, but physically. That's my. That's the point I was trying to make. Yeah, and it was so weird, man. When uh, the head coach, when he was suspended, he got like three or four of us seniors during the week. To go out to dinner, he took the four, like four of us at a time out to dinner. It was so fucking awkward, man. And I, me and Schmidt were all right. Yeah, but it was so. It just seemed so sad. I was like, this guy's got a family and kids. I'm not that sad because I know his wife did did pretty well for herself. What do you mean? Are they divorced or something? No, I mean I'm just like it wasn't like he was lo he was just losing his passion for one year. I'm pretty sure his wife owns a Jaguar dealership. No, well, I had nothing. I'm not talking about money. Oh, I, okay. I'm, I'm saying like, you, he's because he, he was still allowed around the team. He just couldn't do the games. Was he still like a gym teacher? Yeah, that's some sense. Uh, you could still see the guys. He just couldn't coach. Yeah. And it was just so like when you have that coach player 
dynamic. And remember, this is the old school where coaches were fucking hard asses. And then suddenly he's taking you to Fridays. <laughs> it's it was a really strange. I wish I could. Uh, I wish we had one of the the guys who uh, who went out to dinner with him to explain how fucking it was just bizarre. I, it was bizarre world. Other than that, I, ha- I have a story just like that, but even a little bit weirder. But talking about like old school, this was the highest level of Pennsylvania football we played at at the time was PI Quad A, and I remember every once in a while, one or two times a year when they were doing the renovations, when you were going to school, bull in the ring wasn't illegal yet, I don't think. What's bull in the ring? Where you stand in a big circle. Oh, on your back? Yeah. You get up? Well, that or he would throw someone a ball, the person would go in the ball, and he called a number, and that person would just come and tackle them. We didn't do that. We did the Oklahoma, which was okay, like, But I remember, like, everyone smiled, like, hey, we're taking a jog, and we just went behind this gigantic dirt pile and did, like, three drills that probably shouldn't have been done. Really? Yeah, like settling some, uh, settling some beefs. Okay. Kind of like a person who wasn't a running back would be the running back, and no blockers. It would just be one on one, just hit each other as hard as you can and get this out of the way. Kind Which of is thing. like that shouldn't be an illegal drill. It's just tackling. You got to learn how to tackle. Yeah, true. But it, it was the people he would pick. I would go. This we knew that when that was happening, we were like, "Yo, who, what's who's going to get called?" Sometimes you'd go and like I don't even know if I got called that often for it because I didn't have no beef with nobody. Yeah. But back to like going to dinner with the coach in college lacrosse my first year, which I almost feel bad, but I I don't. He was a good recruiter, but knew nothing about the sport. He got me to go there and a bunch of good players. Uh, we got him fired. Mm-hmm. We went to the school board and said this guy does not know anything about lacrosse. He could. He should have stayed as a recruiter there. That's not like a school who has a designated recruiter. Yeah, but this they guy barely had a coach. Yeah, but regardless, do you have a little regret over that? Yeah, I do, and not because this guy had a master's in like some science. No, or you didn't ruin his his money. It was just like. Well, here's here's the thing. He didn't know that. That's why, and so no shit. He called. We he called like half the team and took us out to dinner and was like guys i'm so sorry they're doing this to you and like we're sitting there going like dude we did this to you and sat there and was just like i don't know what's going to happen but i want you keep your guys heads down you got you got this going for you and in that moment i remember sitting there going like ah man but he was it was it was nonsense what he was having us do i don't like i don't like the whole situation no i hate it at I, I look. I don't look back on it because he brought you guys there, and he cared enough to take. Now I hate it. Now I'm mad at you guys. I mean, I, I, we don't need to get into nuances of why, but just on its face, right there. Look, it's, dude, it's as a, a, as as a Philadelphia sports fan, you should understand if it's not best for the team, it needs to get rid of it. It was a cancer. Like I said, I'm just saying on its face. You know, yeah. Well, it happened, and it might have not been. I. It was for the best, except the recruiting. That was the only thing. That's the one thing I, I do feel bad because he could get kids to go there, but he also did a little bit of uh, lying to us to get yeah, us there. Yeah, I, I know. I know a little. I know. I know a good a bit about why he wasn't a good coach. Yeah, I mean that. I never got to play on that field that was supposed to be there that year. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that's part of recruiting, unfortunately, is like, you know, the yellow brick road that might not be painted yet. Um, ch- change up the, the subject a little bit. I had something I, I kind of saw, and I was like, that's a good question, and I'm having a hard time with it. What sport – now, it doesn't have to be going pro. What sport right now currently – and we'll say we'll give you half a year to train at it. What sport do you think you could make it at the highest level? Me? Yeah, so, like, it, it doesn't have to – you know, it could be no. semi, semi-pro semi baseball, whatever it is. But, no. like – No, I'm not – I'm saying – Anybody? I, no, like a no, good no, athlete? No, 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 listen. I'm not saying going pro. I'm saying, like – if if it was if you picked golf, you're like I think maybe I could play, you know, play on the amateur open tour or something. So like, not you don't have to go pro at it. Yeah, which sport could you get the furthest at? That's a okay. That's a better way of asking it. Um, it's hard because I mean I go for me lacrosse, and I think we said this before. I think I could probably make a a a triple A. Uh, box lacrosse team playing goalie. Now, I, I, like I said, give me six months. I for that position, I just have to be able to s- sweat a lot. You just have to stay hydrated because in that gear, you just sweat so 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 much. I mean, remember those goalies don't run really that much. Okay, that's a good question. Yeah, because I was thinking, and, and uh, you know, I say sports, but they call them like, would you just pick a, a video game and try and go pro Fuck esports? No. no. Because you have to, I could at least, I could commit myself to something fun, like a sport. Playing a game would become work really fast. Way too fast. I would be like, not. I'm not even interested in trying this anymore. Mm-hmm. I would probably say, and you here's could go, the thing, you, this, football could, is like, impossible, yeah. I, because there's only pro. Well, I mean, there was that indoor league the eerie whatever but those are like was semi-pro yeah they were that was like semi semi-pro they, a lot of those were like division one yeah rec- like they were just felons a lot of them were like no, they, a lot of them were just guys who didn't get drafted that were division one like there was good players there yes yeah, so i i figured not all, football all contact sports would kind of be baseball down. yeah because i you know i still think i have the hand-eye coordination i could definitely still field the ball and if as long as if they're not throwing in the nineties, I'm ne- I'm gonna have a a zero batting average. But if it's like seventies, I could probably, even the seventies. No, I know, but you're saying I could have six months. Mm-hmm. And again, I couldn't go pro in any sport. No, that's why I'm saying like. So you think? So I guess the question: What's what do you think is your best sport then? Because I'll tell you what's getting pretty uh probably baseball pretty popular. They're starting to televise. It's pickleball. Yeah, I've never played pickleball except for like high school. Badminton. I was really good at badminton. I love badminton. Yeah, that's that's a, a fun, fun game. Uh, my favorite sport. Like if you just said to me, if I could play in like a neighborhood league type deal, right? Now, it would be basketball. I love playing basketball, but obviously it depends on the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I realize my limitations, but I basketball is a lot of fun to play. Uh, for that's a it's not a contact sport. I mean, if I could say let's put on the pads and practice, I would love to play tight end. I'm not big enough, I guess, to play. T- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, my only hope for a contact sport would be 
I'd drop 50 pounds and just play nose tackle. Just be a one ga- one two gapper. And even then, I don't even think I can make a D3 team right I, now. I guess the the question should be, if you, if you could get a group of guys that were in your ability bracket mm-hmm. at this age, within like a five age gap or whatever, what do you think you could be best at? It would probably be baseball or basketball now. Football is just unrealistic. Or I would just do a shit ton of Adderall and get really good at chess. Just study the patterns and shit. That's not a sport. I'm if real- it's on ESPN, it's a sport. Actually, Wait, you know so what? Look that up. Is, is, is chess technically a sport? Nah. That's... Or, Am actually, I allowed to say that now? People are pretty sensitive. You know what, though? Nah. I, 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 I'm a good swimmer, but there's no sport. What's, what's, the, what's the verdict? Um, <laughs> here are ten ways that chess is a sport. Okay, and that's, that's yeah. physically demanding. The, the, what? They do, it's the mental no, stress. It's, it's physical. I'm saying the mental uh, takes away at your physicality. Like, but, Okay, but if there's a top ten reasons it is a sport, that means well, that was it's number, not that a sport. Well, that was number ten, so that's the least. So you're saying it is a sport? I'd say so. Okay. I say anything that is com- highly competitive. I mean, they have a world ranking system. So, okay, whatever. This I is mean, a debate that'll go nowhere. Yeah. But not, but I don't even think I could. That's like these highly competitive Rubik's Cubers. They're all autistic. Oh, Cups. It's recognized as a sport. The International Olympic Committee has recognized chess as a sport. Wow. And I just say um, be, I just say because it has like a world ranking system. No, I get that part of it. I'm not trying to trash chess. Chessers. Chess what's, is badass. What's the name of a chess? Do you just call them chess players? They should oh, be a cool yeah, name chessers. for chess. Chessers, get them. Yeah. No, I want to make that clear. I don't. He get, doesn't like chess because he, does, he doesn't like anything one. You don't like anything one on one. You know, it's funny that you say that. It is. You're. It's right. And I don't want. I don't think that I'm like anti competition, but I like team sports. Of course, of course, especially when it comes to sports, but like. I don't know. Like, would you and Barry play against each other in Madden? Yeah. But it but has that, never ended that well. A, that's a long time ago, too. Yeah, but, like, even when... No, he, it never ended well. Yeah, but, and even, like, when you guys got a little bit older, like, early FIFA days, you guys would just play on the same team. That was really my doing. That's what I mean. I forced everybody and to And I play wonder, is I'm... it because I was six years younger that it was never fun because there was zero competition? Maybe. That's really interesting. Maybe we'll have a guest on, like a, uh, like a psychologist, and he could tell us about that. Because I, like, me and Rachel, we, I mean, Queen's Gambit was the reason why, but, like, we like to play chess here once in a while, and we play 1v1 games. You know, it's fine. I will say this. Um, I don't like to play one-on-one stuff with you. You, I, we talked. It's the you think I give you faces or something? Nah, it's, I still think it's the older brother thing. You, if I win, you're like, pissed when i lose no 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 no, that's not it what is it it's that you get very competitive and it irks me like when we played that fucking uh trivia game with uh ruffner jack in the box the cell phone one i don't remember but it was some trivia game i think it, it was a team game i know that much okay and like you get really competitive 
and you were like salty. Like I like I don't. It it just yeah. I, it, I don't like it. See the thing is, I don't think I get that salty when I lose. Sometimes it is me just being trying to be funny. It's because I know you so well. But see, that's the thing. You have said that. We talked about this before. When we would play games, video games when we were younger, if we did play one-on-one, say I scored a goal on you on FIFA, you always would say, don't fucking look at me like that. And I'm, the reason <laughs> I'm looking... You're o- video game examples from a long time The ago. reason I'm looking over, I was like, he's going to punch me in the arm hard as fuck right now. Because you always you always thought, you're like, don't look at me like that. And I I'm know. Like, and I remember specifically how much... Like, a UFC, like when we, not even that long ago, when I came home and... We played UFC and I beat you two times in a row. That was that's a long time ago, but I know that was like about. three years ago. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. You were like, I mid twenties. No way, dude. With Jim? No, no, that's a long time ago. I'm talking about like seriously three years ago uh, or something. Yeah, because you still you well, had you even said fighting games bring out a special fighting. Kinda. Do- yeah, but with that, what I because you were playing it and I was like, I was like, yeah, let's like play each other. And that's the first time I picked up UFC in a while. I didn't even bust your ass, but I won two times in a row. And I'll give you that. The UFC, that one is a... You know, it's fine. I think... That would piss me... I pissed me off because I was like, Jim, let's... I, I can take you in real yeah. life. That... that uh, to, the, to the kids out there, the boys, never never say that because it comes off so embarrassing. Yes, it I does. I remember playing this kid in Madden, the late great... Uh, my, my late friend, Anthony. And like... We were like, you know, 28 or whatever, and we decided to get Xbox to play Madden, and I was just busting his ass. He, you know, after like the third time running it back, he just lost his shit, and he was like, this is bullshit. You never even played a down of football in your life. Like, he was going off, and I was like, I used to be a lot bigger, bro. I know football, and it's like, <laughs> the fact that that's what you're coming at me with, like, that's even worse if yeah. I'd never played football, and I'm busting your ass, but... <laughs> But yeah, never say that because it's really a stupid argument. I, the only thing I will say is I could have beaten up Jim at that point, so definitely, I definitely. I was totally right in the thing. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, video, video video game anger is different. But like, it's funny. Like you don't even like Scrabble, and you don't like like Scrabble's is, is you don't a, like it because you're like it's a broken yeah. Game. See, but it's not. People love Scrabble. You just hate it because you're like I know I'm better with words and spelling than you, but I'm like that's not what the point of Scrabble you're right, is. You gotta play. You gotta play the right. game. You're totally right. I'm the willing to admit you're right about that, but or when we played Stratego, that game's dumb. That game is awesome, dude. Everyone I've showed that game, they love it. And you just made your, li- <laughs> you know what? I will admit because I, I I'm a guy who's willing to admit I'm highly faulted. Growing up, six years older than you, and always beating you at everything, it probably somewhere deep like, I don't want you to beat me at anything. Well, and it's it's and it's funny too because it's even one of those things like when I. When I would play Madden with most people, there's only like I haven't played for a while, but let's say college era or NCA especially, I would be like, I'll be the worst team, and you can pick the best team to try and even it out to do the David versus Goliath. Because the only thing you ever wanted to do one on one would be David, you know, knee football, where I just run at you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The dynamic of being that much older than you probably created this thing where it's like I always wanted to give you like an edge to make it even. And then at a certain but, age, everything becomes even. But uh, I will say, thanks to me, you probably could whoop a lot of people's asses in most video games. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm quick on picking things up. At least up. football games. Yeah, well, I'm just quick on picking things up because I can, I can learn the, uh, you can call the mechanics of the game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Quicker. I, I, I'll just say this, though, like, quite frankly, I haven't played a one-versus-one video game since, like... Probably last time we played UFC, like, three, four years ago. Yeah, and I immediately regretted it. Because <laughs> you don't even... Like, you don't even like playing, like, Call of Duty online, which is team versus team. No, nah, it's because I suck. Yeah, you don't like first-person shooters on a controller. And, yeah. Which I get because it, it's... Bro, I watched... There's someone like me that never stopped playing. Because I can pick it up and you give me a day. I can be oh. middle of the road and sometimes do really good. And I... Because I've, I've and played... And you the, go up that rank and you're like, this is fucking... I've been playing... Yeah, but it's just the, the actual physical mechanics of it. I've been doing that for now 20 years. Yeah, I've been playing those first person It's muscle shoot. memory. But, bro, this is kind of new to me because I haven't been on Twitter very long. I see these clips of these Asian girls playing Call of Duty and just... It's fucking ridiculous how good they are at this game. And it's like, yeah, I'll never get even close. What about with the... Uh, you used to play Counter-Strike Source. What about with the... Um, a mouse and keyboard. I could I could do better, but I actually because now you can cross. That's the annoying thing. Uh, yeah, you, you can you cross, cross platform, platform. Which the only thing I will like about it is it made snipering viable again. Yeah, yeah. Not that great because there's ma there's not enough big enough unless you're playing the uh, fucking I forget what they call where you he helicopter in and the map starts getting smaller and uh, what smaller. What is that called? Battle Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Yeah, or whatever, whatever those are. But I like, uh, when it comes to shooting games, like, I like the big, like, war scenario kind of games. Like, I like a Battlefield more than... I think just, there's a new Battlefield out. Yeah. They, Battlefield 40, it's another. It's another EA shit show franchise that just kind of... When you have to make a new one every two years, minimum, you're going to get the some The thing stinkers. I like Battlefield for was, it was World War II era. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they have to. They can only do that every five yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. So now it's like 2042. Because there's only been a few. It's too much. For there's me. only been a, a few futuristic. The one Call of Duty, I forget which one it is, that was futuristic. The one that's uh, black something, Black Ops. <sighs> I forget their names are all so similar. Yeah. But I think also there's reason. That's why it's landscaping. So me and Ruffner, you smoke a lot of weed. Then. Yeah, yeah, and we had a squad. We can always at, fill up a squad That's of people. Fun. Like even when we played Battlefield One, which was World War One yeah, we together, a couple. But we would have like someone else played with us, and we would like hop in tanks and roll. Yeah, that's getting a yeah. squad is always the obvious. But especially when you're not very good, you need to have people around yeah. you. To and that game is hard. That yeah. was fun though, dude. When we were like, "Yo, you, we got, we need two engineers. We need yeah. a medic." And I'm like, "I'm driving." Even the machine guns are slow because it's like World War One. Or and they're just boom. They're, yeah, in yeah. You have to be on yeah. top of them. They did a good job. It's the last one because I always, I always play the new one just to check it check out. Her out. But once it gets past like the Vietnam, that one was really good. I think Battlefield uh, Two or something. 1942. No, no, that's World, that's World War Two. They did a Vietnam era one. It was really good. I never played that one. Yeah, it's really good. But once on you, console or PC, it's all of them. You know how it everything. What is. I'm just saying, like, for you, did you play it on console? Because console. But be, I like because Battlefield 1942 was computer. Yeah, I don't, there was. That, that's yeah, when that's I think we played. Yeah, that was a great game. But yeah. what I was going to say before we take break, we're at that time range, is uh, these games that try to kind of elude to what's really being developed weapon weaponry out there with yeah. like all this weird shit and calling in airstrikes which is all realistic like that shit it's just too much for me 
And then the people that are like on there all day, every day, are just like decimating everybody. And because like in Call of Duty, there's no cover. You can't. You're not hiding. There's no. You like, have to move. You have to move. You have to. Even camping's highly frowned upon. Oh, hot, yeah. Which is like, and I, it's hard. It's hard to because these map people just cycle just, through and they learn the pattern of when the spawning happens. Yeah. So that is when you have to like, like, say sp- like spring break or whatever. I know high school kids aren't at school. I wouldn't play call. I wouldn't play any online video game at that point because they're just on there. They're all on and they're all good and that all they put their attention yeah. to is that. But like, if I wanted to play Call of Duty. I'd hop on, you know, on you one. You could do well, though. I've watched you just pick yeah. up a Call of Duty and at least compete. Mm-hmm. But, like, I haven't played one in a couple months now. On a Monday afternoon, on my day off, kind of, you hop on there because then it is, like, randos and stuff. It's, it's, that you'll get a, every once in a while hop in, like, oh, that kid stayed home sick today. Yeah, yeah, You know, he's 80 and 1 and everyone else is 20 and, you know, whatever. Check this out real quick. Uh, just last bit of video game i just got cyberpunk 2077 for like 20 bucks on sale which was like this huge hype game yeah. that everybody wanted to play and these days it's very dangerous to buy a game when it first comes out because they're not even finished anyway especially a game that big yeah that um ambitious very ambitious game and they're the guys that made the witcher 3 which i've been telling you gotta try if you if you're anyway in this game when you're creating your character you have to pick your genitals and the size of your genitals and your pubic hair. What is fucking wrong? Why? I haven't played enough of the game to know did if you that... Put a, did you put a hog on you? No. I went small. Good. Good. Stick to your roots. I'm not going to fuck... You know me. Although I don't go as far as to name my character Eugene. Okay, that was for Harry Potter. That I, shit is weird, bro. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but in the game... A fucking magician <laughs> named I, Eugene Laborty. I think you put a last First of all, wizard, not magician. And I am a magician in real life, okay? I know some tricks. See, we are rare, another video game point. We are the rare people who understand the nuanced difference between a wizard and a magician. Or just Harry Harry Potter fans, too. No, they don't. Harry Potter fans don't. Harry Potter would never call them a magician. magician. Okay. But we know what a bard is. Yeah, but when you say magician, if you know what a bard is, comment. You're thinking like a Las Vegas magician. I'm thinking of like someone who summons an elemental pet. Oh, oh yes, you're right. I know that in a video game, I would know if if there was a magician and a wizard. And a wizard, I would know that you difference. would know what to expect yeah. if it was done right. Okay, let's take All a right, smoke, smoke break. break. Check out our bonus segment, Smoke Break, only on Patreon. Um, so little kids just ruined our smoke break video. Yeah, check it out because it it it. it Check out the smoke break on Patreon. Uh, we love fun, but not when it's fucking with our time. Yeah, especially these kids. They just have fun in a weird way. And I literally heard the parent go, oh, they're all hyped up on that candy. But, you know, let the little kids have fun, whatever. It's they're not ruined. that little. That's the thing. Yeah. And they, like I've they said They act before. like little kids, but they're not that little. But what we were just kind of talking about is you, <laughs> we brought up microdosing. And how some parents have said it's really helped them be better parents. But you said being a parent for two years, basically. was naturally. Cha- it's it's a more rewarding life. Like you don't need. You don't need. No, I never once. But I was like, 
man, I I should be doing caring. Like when you when he, when your friend says like microdosing helped me be a better parent, it makes me think that before he started microdosing, he was always like, God, this sucks. Yeah, I guess. And it ain't like that, you know what I mean? But that's why I'm saying not everybody's a nurturer in that way, though. I guess some people are selfish as fuck. <laughs> Let him. I'm gonna go get a gallon of milk and see in 15 years. Can't even get away with that anymore. There was yeah. a time where you could have two families, and they didn't have to be more than 10 minutes away from each other. I know a no, story. Saying- I know a story of someone having two families for quite a long time. Um, he 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 had travel though. He had a, a and tra- money, but he traveled for work, right? Yes, a lot. Yeah, but also the money was the big factor. Okay. Well, just just because he, he could afford, he, you know, he supported. There two wasn't, families. yeah, there wasn't one crappy family. I don't, I don't believe. But anyway, what <laughs> I was I was getting at is that like, I, the happiness is kind of contagious because I don't have a kid, but like I'll be at the grocery store and if I see a little kid like, f- kind of uh, fall and laugh or like do something goofy and laugh, I eyes go like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to be a real grump to see a little kid being happy and be like, fuck. Well, me and Rachel get that a little bit, but we're in a different, we're in a little special situation with, I like that the kids are out and about playing, but they just scream, yell. No, those kids are, they're, they're on the spectrum a little bit. They don't, they they are like teenagers, right? Young teenagers, like 13, I, yeah, right? Yeah, preteens, I think. And they play like five and six year olds do. Well, just when and I they see, make a lot of noise. When I see them throwing the football, I'm like, yeah, nice. That's what we did. Even that they do weird. Yeah, but it's, a lot of times it is just two of them. So like it just turns into pegging, and I get that a game no, just turns into turns into pegging. Let <laughs> <laughs> me finish a sentence. Those kids are weird. <laughs> turns into just throwing the ball at not not to each other, just throwing the ball at each other. Yeah, which I even get that because like in elementary school, I used to they took we couldn't play football anymore, and then they were like, all right, flag football. And they even got us like the belts, and then that still turned into tackle football, mm. and then the only game. Like you play kickball and stuff, but then soccer became the big game. So there's a lot, of, you know, at that age, a lot of kids play soccer just for their parents to have the kid involved in something. And I was like, well, I suck at soccer, rugby. And then I just would pick up the ball and be like, someone's gonna try and tackle me. There yeah. probably was kids that hate, there's probably kids that have a story that still hate me. Like they were competitive soccer and they were having a good game going. I would have hated you. You wouldn't have been playing soccer. Well, you would have been like, yeah, rugby. Well, I'm saying, like, that just makes me think, like, when you're playing, like, basketball, like, with some guys that you don't really know, and one of them gets pissed off and, like, just kicks the ball or something obnoxious, and you're like, dude, you're a douche. But that's a little different, because I'm still wanting to play a game with everyone inclusive. No, I hear you. But I was I was a kickball kid. That Well, that, uh, that playground was amazing for kickball. It really was, like, an arena of... It, it was it seriously was kind of like uh, um, Boston's baseball field. Like it kind of had a big green giant wall, you know. Like they had, what's that? they call that the big monster, or big giant. In Fenway, you mean Fenway? Yeah, yeah the green monster. So it's like hard to hit a home run over that side. It's short, but it's really tall. Yeah, yeah. That's how that kind of was. Like there was the building for the kickball, and so like, well, what, you, you guys didn't play like where the, that fence? You could kick it over the fence. No, it was it was like facing it. So if you kicked it right, there was the building, but left went like all the way down. 
I know we played a different spot than you did. But ours was ours was perfect because it had that. Because like, I remember, I remember the one kid was he kicked the ball onto the roof, which ended up sucking. But they had tons of balls. I probably like every two days the janitor had to go on the roof and throw balls off of. Yeah. But like, I was like, fuck that. I'm gonna kick the ball as far as I can because then someone had to chase it all the way down. Were you playing in grass or on blacktop? On blacktop. But I remember, yeah, I love kickball. Mm-hmm. Shout out Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. Red Hawks. Are they Red Hawks? Yeah. I didn't even know elementary schools had a mascot. You know what? That's, that's crazy you say that. Me and Rachel just had that conversation. So, in the sha- uh, Herbert Hoover, Red Hawks, Maple Point Leaves, or maybe they were the Maple Leaves, and then the Chamonix Redskins, and then I went to college and played for the LaRoche Red Hawks. All came full circle. But Rachel, well, what does the leaves have to do with anything? I was I, I Herbert Hoover Redhawks, LaRoche Redhawks. Oh, okay. I just meant I came full circle. But I've always was I, I I always had red as my color for things, except for middle school. But there still was red in there. Was there? Mm-hmm. It was it was mostly blue, but it had a red stripe. I'm not going to look it up now, but I, I I stand to contest that there was a mascot for the elementary school. You want to know why? I could prove it in a second because I. Am on Herbert Hoover's Facebook. Uh, Why page. would they don't even have teams? I know. I I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't have the reasoning behind it. But I specifically know where the Herbert Hoover Redhawks. Okay. Because I asked Rachel that, and she goes, "I don't think we had it." And I was like, "That's crazy. Of course you had it." But her school was different because they just had one big ass middle school. Because in middle school you have mascots because we would play. Uh, what are the other? Sandberg, whatever they are. No, it was always just the name of the school. When I played, it was just Sandberg. Well, you know what? It might have been the Chieftains. Actually, it is because I have one of their helmets. We did kind of like a because two of my buddies that played eighth, seventh, and eighth grade football ended up moving to Sandberg, and we made our own trophy. So when we played each other. It was like a, I'll take your like you either steal a helmet for me or I steal a helmet for you. Okay. So I had and it is a. Um, you guys are so cool, dude. <laughs> we had you know we had cell phones. That was really a. a I had Maybe. a cell phone in seventh, so like I still was hanging out with Andy who moved. So yeah, like, I didn't. We I didn't. were able to kind of have a rivalry, but still like we were like hanging out because it's two miles. Did you away have any uh, Pequesting friends? Did they have a mascot? I'm. I know all of them did, but I couldn't tell you what theirs were. Cause like, yeah, we had no interconnectivity between them. Because schools. they all had different colors, so why not have a mascot? You know what I mean? I just. It's hard for me to imagine that I played three years at Maple Point and never referred to the name of the team. We were just. We Maple didn't. Point. Yeah, we went by Maple Point, but I mean, like I said, if there's colors, why? If there's different colors, why wouldn't you do something? Well, my entire district. Was the same colors and the same mascot. In high school? Like, Her all- if you go on the Bethel Park website, like that it's makes Bethel sense. Park Blackhawks. I mean, that, that makes sense. But, like, your did your district have multiple middle schools or just one? No, we had one middle school. We had separate elementary schools and then, like, a giant middle school. So the school. Bethel Park School District had one middle school. Yeah, well, technically two, but one was five and six. 
one was seven and eight. Okay, yeah, but it was. But yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. age wise. Yeah, yeah we had we had three middle schools. No, we had more than that actually. Well, and then one closed down. Yeah, in the Shamany Middle School. School. Yeah, the one over by the hospital. I think we actually had five. But regardless, yeah, I mean, nobody's interested in the the, the nuances of. Not that they're not interested, but I'm interested to see were we just kind of a little special, like. If this was a court case right now, I would insist my lawyer present the 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 opposite of what you're presenting. I don't think we had mascots in definitely in elementary school. But uh, well, I can tell you at least when I was there, maybe your old you don't ass did. You don't have any teams at all. There's no team, unless maybe the travel. <laughs> no, you're right. Band. There is no teams, but I I do. And actually, I th- I, prob- I might have a T-shirt that has that's Herbert Hoover Red Hawks somewhere. That's pretty good. I like the Red Hawks though. I like Red Hawks. The, the Leafs, no. I think they were the Maple Leafs. Yeah, that's not a strong one, but I think they were. I the- think that is totally you. You're just. I can't. It's Rachel. You Google Maple Point Middle School mascot or whatever the word is for it. I'm telling you. Because why would, there was no leaf on the uniforms or anything? Yeah, on the helmet there was. Or no, the helmet was just MP. But like I said, you're you're right. I'm pretty sure it was the Sandberg Chieftains or whatever because they had a. Um, if anything, I think we're the Redskins. Our, no, our high school was that. <laughs> the Maple Leafs. The Ma- the Maple Point Maple Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. You sound more. You sound more convinced that we were the. Hoover Redhawks and that Leafs thing. No, it was it was a Leaf. It might have been Maple Leaf, but I mean Maple Point Maple Leafs. They would be cool helmets though. You could do cool helmet with a Maple Leaf. Just a le- yeah, but like all of the middle schools had the high school colors. It just like because Redhawks we are Redskins. We did have a little blue pinstripe in there. Mm-hmm. Like our third color was blue. Maple Point's colors were mainly red. Uh, no, nah, that would I, it doesn't matter because I. I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> and we were six years apart because I know for sure uh, the um, the uh, what's the other the other middle school? I I'm not having bequesting, hard. but I forget. I'm having a hard time. Our our uniforms in middle school at Maple Point were definitely dark blue. That's what I, I meant to say. Blue. I meant okay. to say blue. Yeah. But regardless, it's we're gonna oh, we'll figure this out all. Shout out the Sh- Shamney School District. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but but having little kids is an, <laughs> is a rewarding experience. It is so to 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 need mushrooms to like spending time with your kids is not a good sign. But uh, he but, just said it enhanced it. That's all I. W- but if you are. Now, once like again, microdosing. Actual, yeah, and if you're actually depressed, then using microdosing to just become not depressed, you're going to have a more positive experience with everything in your life, not just being a parent. But I just know, like, for me... maybe it, uh, I guess maybe the point is you can just always be a little bit better, a little bit happier with something. So maybe that that's yeah. his point. Yeah, and I can Because he didn't say good parent. He said better parent. And I, 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 I've never microdosed, but I can see how that would... Could be beneficial because it definitely changes your perception, even at a small dose. Um, going to something different here. I uh, I made shepherd's pie. It was good. Did, was, did it come out go, good? Yeah. 
I mean, you can do so many different things, and it's so simple, and it's all about the ratios. But <laughs> I had I had a, a pound of ground beef, and it's just too much for me. So made two things, gave you one. Uh, I'll tell you what, maybe because I had not eaten, because that's that's the kind of food that you can really put a lot in your stomach. And when I, I ate a whole bowl of that, and I fucking, cr- like, half of that container you gave me, I ate in one sitting, and I felt like I was sweating and like, oh, shit. Yeah. For that's like a I, heavy meal. It's heavy. Well, that's All that, those mashed potatoes. Well, that's that casserole thing. They say, like, if you want to be on a dot, like... Don't eat casserole if you have... Yeah, that one study that, like, Harvard or something did, like, you eat so much more casserole than you would a soup or something. I highly doubt Harvard needed to do the science. We keep questioning me. I don't just make things up. Why do you think I make this up? It's We've a funny observation. This. I'm not judging you. I'm just, this is a but comedy no, it, podcast. It's a, there's a big study about soup. Eating soup yeah. makes and you I just, more I don't know full. if it's Harvard. I, this is, <laughs> I'm just pointing out it was funny, dude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm imagining these, these high highbrows hey, at Harvard being like, we need to break down a casserole. But if you think about it, actually, and now once again, I just casseroles were a big deal. I, back I in the throw day. Harvard out there of just as a uh, Ivy League. I don't even know if it's Ivy League. Just like I, it's a strong thing. You know what I mean? It could be the fucking British Columbia casserole department. If that, that you know. But I just go. I know it was something that held some weight. So, like a credible source. Yes, I have four words in my brain, and so when I think like, how do I prove a point? I think Harvard. Not, yeah. <laughs> Except if you're trying to credibly prove a point and you're throwing out random. Well, yeah. when sources. I go in the Joe, Ro- when I go in the Joe Rogan experience, I'll do. A Are you more saying research. I'm not allowed to p- point? No, and that's out. why it's funny. It's just I. I like to build uh, mental you're right. images for the people. I, it might, it I'm sending my child to Harvard <laughs> to break down casserole calorie. Although, levels. if you think about it. There's Obesi- probably a, a nutrition. There's probably a nutrition uh, department. Who, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Obesity is a big thing. Right. So like they have, they get a lot of money, and they there probably is a question. You know, you, so what would you grow up eating? Oh, my mom made casserole two, three times a week, and someone goes, "There's a connection there," because they do say this. This is why I learned this study from just trying to you know lose weight or whatever is that you should eat soup for lunch. Oh, really? They yeah, they say soup is the best thing to eat for lunch. I, I would think again, you can eat a lot of soup. I fucking love soup. I think something with, like, how you eat it and, like, it makes you feel more full and keeps you full longer. Now, I, soup? I'm not, okay. you know, we're, it might not be uh, loaded baked potato soup. Yeah, that's You know, true. we might be talking about some brothy vegetable soups yeah, here I have stuff. a real problem. Like, I laugh at myself while I'm doing it. Like, anything that's hot and, like, close to liquidy. I always put tons of fucking crushed up crackers oh, in Oh, do you have... Bro, well, I... Yogurt, cheese, crackers. Is, I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Like, I... I look, Which is funny, too, because... Maybe that's how you got fat. You're not fat anymore. But to me, I, I'll maybe dunk a cracker in there when it's cooling off to get a, you know, a nice little soggy cracker to chew on. But uh, especially a brothy soup... I like to just sip on that broth. I, dude, half the time I do it, I start eating it, and I'm like, I ruined this. I kind of ruined it. It was better how it was. Well, then also, if it's brothy, it's already pretty salty. Yeah. So if you're cracking saltines in there- And a lot of times- Your mouth's going to be hurting by the end of that. If it's even plausible to add sour cream to it, I'm adding a scoop of sour cream. And then, it, it, you know, that's why I really- 
uh, ha- limit myself to like one big meal a day because I add so many calories to most of the stuff I eat. Yeah, you're an ad- you're an adder honor. And I I maybe I feel like I used to be more, but I think the older I'm getting, I'm I'm liking more simplistic. Well, that's what that's one point I was going to make about the shepherd's pie. It's very simple, but sometimes the best dishes are just, you know, you know the classics. One, and and I think a lot of people listening to this will be like, shepherd's pie blows, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How can you hate mashed potatoes? I added the cheese, but that's just from you didn't our overdo film. it though. I I I was I trying to be overdone it. Yeah, and you can do any type of vegetable, but the one secret ingredient there, did you taste a little something that it was in the ground beef that was a little <laughs> scaring the shit out of me? <laughs> no, it was something I didn't expect that was in there, yeah, but know, it that's makes a sense. perfect setup for like I fucking some pubic hair. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just itched my belly there. Don't worry about that one. Nah, but I was surprised. Did you taste it? It wasn't just uh, ground well, beef. Hold on, let me try to guess. That's what I'm saying. Let me try to guess. I uh, don't remember what, what it the. You know, tasted like, like if you were gonna season it up. So it was a seasoning. Yeah. Yes, that's a better way to put it. And actually, mm, was it green? No. Okay. I think it's pretty. Uh, I now I that we now that we've made it, I go. Oh, obviously, this is fun. We should do more quiz segments. Um, and I'll, I'll keep giving you hints to keep the listeners. Um, something I always keep in my refrigerator. In your refrigerator. Yeah. So it's not an actual seasoning, per se. Is it a bouillon? No. That's a good guess, though, right? I was getting, you're getting closer. And yeah. technically, there there was like broth in there, too. Oh, yeah, there's broth when you cook Boiling the vegetables there. and stuff yeah. down. I don't know. What was it? Um, Horseshire sauce. Worcestershire. Hewershire sauce. Is this different than Worcestershire? No, no, yeah, it's whatever, you, however people say it. I just always, probably the ho- I s- say it differently every time. I yeah, just that's one I couldn't even try to spell for you. But it was weird because when I uh, saw I that, could, I I was like, that, that's different. But I'm gonna try to follow the recipe. Anything meaty, you could add a little dash mm-hmm. of that too. That's one of my big uh, when I marinate something, I put that in there. But dude, my house smelled like that smell for like three days. It's worse smells. No, it wasn't bad, but like I'd walk in, I'd be like, God, it smells like a Texas roadhouse in here. Yeah. Rachel, what did you eat? Just mashed potatoes? I made myself one, but I replaced the meat with chopped up mushrooms and a little bit of uh, Beyond Meat. I wish I'd liked mushrooms because I think it's one of those foods that you can. That's like, one I'm really I, enjoy. I'm really glad. I, now, I don't and go it's with the different. And I don't go with the crazy ones. And now there's all these companies coming out with coffees based on them. Like, there's a lot of benef- benefits to it. But really, one of my favorite pizzas have become pepper mush- pepper and mushroom mushrooms. Get away from me with that. Yeah. I'm jealous. I wish I liked Because that texture adds, so it, it adds a really good, like, a soft meat texture on there. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I'm jealous of people who have the hobby of... There's a there, uh, there's a, a scientific word for it, but mushrooming. See, we we've talked we've talked about this before. I don't. I could go to seventy hours of classes, read all the books. And I will never trust myself to be like that's an edible mushroom. Foraging is a more general term. There's a, a specific term for yeah. mushroom. Oh yeah, it's like myco something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mushroomologist. There is a really niche market for. You can you can farm mushrooms now, and if you have like 
like special mushrooms. I'm not not like fucking the ones that are only in the ground truffles. Not like that, but like just um like a mushroom yeah. boutique that you can't get in the grocery store. Like that would be a really cool business. And you can sell them to uh, pharmacological research companies and all kinds of stuff. You can really save the world. There's people out there, not to talk about Joe Rogan again, but there's a guy on there, and he's the one I told you, and I think you might know him. You showed me. He was the guy in, like, Stanford. He's like, I like, kind of founded Magic Mushrooms. The guy, him and his brother on the college Ma- campus. Den- you're talking about Dennis McKenna. I'm Maybe. a Terrence McKenna fan, huge but fan, but his brother. On that podcast, Joe Rogan goes, what's with this whole mushroom thing? And, and he goes, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And he goes, why? And he goes, I could have, like, danger on my life if I exposed too much about these mushrooms. Because, dude, I'm, see- I'm seeing all these things pop up. They're, they're saying that these that new mushroom coffee is basically taking vitamins and a better coffee without the come down. All these vitamins, they're starting to base around, like, specific mushrooms and stuff. I don't think that's what that guy was talking about. No, I'm just well, saying. No, but I, I, I tell you what, like, if someone uh, found a way to, like, produce mushrooms in enough abundance to compete with, say, coffee, the coffee cartels, that'd be a dangerous thing to get into. I, I'm seeing ads for them, these, these mushroom coffees and stuff. Yeah, I want to get one, but they're a lot of them are really expensive. Yeah. Well, I can't even imagine. They gotta, I would taste it, but yeah. I'm a co- I mean, I'm a pot and a half a day guy, so. It is hard be, it would be hard to get the mushrooms now, but it is a shame cuz it is a nice thing to especially like just having that as, as another thing to add on there. Like we went to the hibachi grill and just the way they fucking make their It's a healthy thing to add on to stuff, and that's what I'm missing in my diet. And the texture it adds a different texture in in the vegetable medley yeah which is a texture you like i don't like but but that's have you ever actually tried a a cooked mushroom yes yeah Yeah. what about would you do a cream of mushroom yeah but that's not that's like saying i like tomatoes because i like fucking pasta with red sauce you like tomato soup yes okay i was gonna not i haven't had tomato soup in a minute but uh uh, cheese tomato soup we'll do that one night we'll do that next sunday maybe any day we still haven't done chili yet and it's getting hot too now. hot for chili i fucking love chili um but you like just the canned chili i don't prefer it but i'm not gonna cook a big pot of chili for me that's the thing you have to cook a lot of it's so hard to cook like well just remember i don't like things going bad so you guys ever overcook give it to, i will make sure it does not get thrown out i'll eat fucking chili for six days in a row <laughs> and be like damn i wish i had more of that chili like when I when my when I have a dozen eggs and there's ten left and I'm like ah it's borderline like I should probably eat these I'll eat um fucking five days in a row and I don't care, um real quick uh how are we on time? Uh, like ten more minutes. Good. Okay. Well, this is like a uh, maybe I'll save it for another podcast. I I got something real quick. Right, go ahead. I'll talk. Save it. Yeah, which is and end on a little uh, laughing at me. Um. I we got I got tickets for Shane Gillis coming to town. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about me getting the end seats? I don't think so. Mm-mm. That I'm at a point in my life now where I won't go to something unless I can get an end seat in these concert halls. These fucking well, that seats, shouldn't be a fucking permanent thing. But there's another. These subject. seats are getting. I know I'm getting bigger, but I swear to God, 
no, well, I I look at Rachel and she's uncomfortable in these seats. Yeah, well, they're not made to be spacious for sure. Where where's the, what's the venue? It's uh, it's at like a something you would see an opera in. I was telling you, the, the seats are like straight up and down. Mm-hmm. But anywhere I go, the fucking there's the only place that has a comfortable seat nowadays is a movie theater. I haven't been to a movie theater in so long. I Some of them are getting fucking nice, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Electric leg lifts, lean back. Some of them are getting couches in there and shit. Some of them have bars in there now. Uh, there's probably a lot of banging going on. That's still, I, maybe, but that'd be hard. It's still pretty, with the way movies are so bright and big, like, you can see a lot yeah, going I'm on. Yeah, th- I'm thinking more like a, uh, like a United Artist from, like, 12 years ago there is and i don't know if it's not there anymore but there was a movie theater place around here that like in middle of the days it was like three dollars you could see brand new movies the matinee yeah it was just such a shit place every seat you couldn't hear the movie because every seat they didn't wd-40 anything right but you know you get cheap popcorn there you know what else i've seen the world needs places like that the markup on movie theater popcorn Averages one thousand two hundred seventy-five percent markup. Yeah, because the the basic product is little tiny fucking kernels, well, and that's including the machines and the butter and expenses. So, for every dollar you spend on pop, that math doesn't work. No, I know no, what you're no, saying. That's a lot of percent. So it costs them twelve cents, and they charge you, or they call it call cost them one point two pennies and. It cost you a dollar to buy it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But everybody, everybody knows they're going to movie theater. Oh, of course. And you can't. I mean, I think they let you. You know, you sneak some. You can't sneak popcorn, and that popcorn's good. Yeah, I. I would be like, like, if someone brought their own popcorn, I'd be like, bro, I get bringing your own candy, but. And it's so salty that you're like, I need a drink. A big Dr Pepper. That's yeah, my go-to. You get the fi- I always get the. And then halfway through, I'm fucking. Moving around, I gotta piss, what? and I'm trying to like think movie math. I'm like, all right, the lull is probably happening now. Sprint to the bathroom. Yeah, that's why any movie that's over two hours, like at a theater, it's like that's too long. Yeah, uh, but that, uh, thanks for the invite to the comedy show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was a present from Rachel's mom. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't be like, can you also buy Stephen one? Too? You tell her. <laughs> you got invited to a good dinner. And need uh, to a Mexican restaurant. I had a big appointment. Do you want to talk real quick? Do you want to talk about? No, nah, that's a that's a long conversation. Okay. You tell me. Yeah, maybe we'll save that. But I actually want to know because you said it, it, there was good news and bad news. Yeah, I need some bone grafts. What the fuck does that mean? I need more bone in my upper jaw. Well, regardless, like I said, I'm going to go near my brother, and I'm going to go with you because it's a big life decision. Yeah. I'm happy for it. It's one of those things like, you know, a year from now we're going to be really happy, but there's going to be yeah. some tough. It's exciting. I, I'll tell you what. It, I don't know where the bones come from. You're probably not going to want any of mine. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I haven't even asked. I haven't gotten the details yet. Actually, you know what? I have some bone chips in my ankles. Maybe we'll ask if they can use yeah, those. Yeah, they didn't even. I, it's it's not like this is like some experimental. It's not that. They got like, this they, to a They science. have it down to a science. But, uh and we could talk about it on another episode, yeah. but um, fuck, um, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Patreon.com, check out the smoke breaks; they're fun. We're gonna start putting more just goofy stuff on there. We're gonna put our vacation up on there. We finally have merch coming out. This is the UBRI. It's a nice shirt. It's nice. They fit well for the big men out there. 
I love the fit of it. It's not, Decent a, ch- it's not a cheapo piece of shit t-shirt. Yeah. Either. Um, and we we tried to keep it as reasonable as we poss- possible could. We have a black AML. We also have some stickers, so that way, if you just want to, you know, put something on yourself. And this uh, is a nice blue. I thought it was like just green, like Eagles green. It's got a nice, and it's neutral enough where you can wear this with most any color pants, khakis, jeans. You can wear it to a wedding. You can wear it to church. Wear it to a wedding. Hand out some business cards for us. Um, But this has been uh, You Be Alright podcast because... You're going to be all right. You will be all right. Steven's going to have to get bone grass. He'll be all right. Uh, (laughs) I am Gene Labordi. My co-host and brother is Steven Labordi. And um, like I always say, doing all the hard work, doing all the editings, making all the merch, pissing me off. I mean, being my wife uh, (laughs) is Rachel Labordi. Um, This is UBI. UBI, right?